0: Colossians 1, 15 through 17, the supreme and the sustaining Christ over this world. So turn there in your copy of the scriptures. This is a text that has truth for us that gets at the red hot center of some of the greatest realities of the universe. The Colossians, had small faults of their salvation. In the two verses right before this text, Paul makes clear to the Colossians, to every Christian what God has done for you in salvation. He has transferred you from the domain of darkness and into the kingdom of His beloved Son. So just because you cannot see spiritual reality does not in any way make spiritual reality... Any less real. And it wasn't just that the Colossians had thoughts that were too small about their salvation. They had thoughts about their Savior that were too small. Maybe your thoughts about your Savior are too small tonight. The Apostle Paul wants to graciously upend that in your life. Look down at verse 15. All things hold together. I want us just to spend a few moments together dwelling, seeing the supremacy of Christ in the universe. First, by seeing that Jesus is the Lord of creation. In this text, Paul is making use of a hymn. And he's disclosing, he's unveiling the deepest, Mysteries of the universe. Jesus is the image of the invisible God. If you want to know what God is like, look at Jesus. Michael Reeves has said this so, well, there is no God in heaven who is unlike Jesus. Some of you think hard thoughts of Jesus. The Apostle Paul wants to have a word with you. If you've seen his life, if you've seen his death, if you've seen his resurrection, you've seen the father. God has made himself known to the world. He's disclosed himself to Jesus in Jesus. And Jesus is the firstborn of all creation. And that has absolutely nothing to do with Jesus' birth. It has everything to do with his rank I loved how Douglas proclaimed to us this morning the godness of God over his creation. Lord over it, providing for it. How he helped us to see that what is big and what is frightening to us is totally dependent upon God for its life. And in this creation, Jesus holds the place of highest supremacy and rank. Now, depending on your relation to Jesus that either confronts you or it comforts you. But make no mistake, his supremacy in this world is the reality. How many of you have ever seen a, a small child put their hands over their eyes like this and they think they're hiding from you? Anyone ever seen that? Yes, we've done that at our house as well. It is such a cute game, isn't it? That children play. I going to... Make sure the children aren't paying attention. That little game is totally divorced from reality. Totally. Right? Just because they can't see you doesn't mean that you cannot see them. Friends, this world, maybe your neighbors, maybe you who do not know Jesus are playing this same kind of game with your life. You're you're closing your eyes to Jesus does not diminish the reality of his supremacy. And for you as a Christian, this is your comfort. It means that the one in whom you put your faith can hold your faith. Your faith can rest there. What you see with your eyes is so small compared to the one that you cannot see. What do you see? What do you think about in your life that you're wrongly placing above Jesus? Maybe it's your future. Maybe it's something you can't control. Don't be like the little child who's putting your hands over your eyes. You're divorced from your reality, the reality of the world. Remember, just because you cannot see spiritual reality does not make spiritual reality any less real. So Paul here, he's revealing to us massive truth. Why? In part, we just might trust Jesus, trust him, that you might live in this world with a quiet confidence, knowing that there are, there's nothing in this world that can touch who Jesus is. Your savior is the Lord of creation. And so there's nothing, nothing right now in your life, nothing out there outside of your life that is spiraling out of control in his world. Everything is unfolding. According to his plan. Now, why does he hold this place of highest rank in the creation? Verse 16 For by him all things were created in heaven, on earth, visible, invisible, thrones, dominions, rulers, authorities. All things were created through him and for him. So, how do we know that Christ is supreme in his world? It's not by observation. It comes to us by revelation. God tells us in his word, and like faithful fathers with their small children, God the Father simply wants you to take him at his word, to trust him. Paul is speaking of everything, what you see, what you don't see. He created it all, which means that Jesus himself was not created. There was in Colossae some kind of teaching going around about, the ranks of angels. That's what Paul's referring to there with thrones and dominions and rulers and authorities. Maybe it was hostile spiritual authorities. Maybe it's actually the ranks of angels. But the point was the, the Christians in Colossae were looking to them for mediation. And Paul is saying every spiritual being in the universe is under the authority of Jesus. Why would you go to the lesser mediator when you can go to the mediator? But brothers and sisters, I want you to marvel at the gospel in a fresh way tonight. Your Savior is the one through whom God created the world. He willingly left unadulterated praise of an untold number of angels to veil his flesh, to veil himself in flesh and to come and to live and to die for sinners That the Lord of creation was willingly rejected by his own creation. Just consider what it must have been like for the angelic realm. These glorious beings who when they appear to the shepherds have to tell them to fear not. Because the sight of them is so frightening. What was it like for them to watch the very son of God take on flesh and then hang on a cross on wood that he himself created? And become powerless and subject himself to small, vile, petty sinners. Does that not soften your heart? Does that not give you joy and love for your Savior? I I hope if you're not trusting Christ, this affects you. You are a creature, which means you owe to your Creator honor and glory. You've sinned against your Creator. Your own creator, God's own son, comes into this creation to live and to die for sinners, to earn salvation. The creation couldn't hold him. God raised him from the dead so that he really could rescue you from darkness, spiritual darkness, and to bring you into the kingdom of the Son. Come to the Son. Turn from trusting whatever's less than the son, calm in faith to the son. Because the son isn't just the agent, the means of creation, he's its goal. That's what it says, all things created through him and for him, the goal of all creation. Everything is to glorify Jesus. Now that's a mind-blowing, massive reality. But it actually simplifies things in your life. We are a church that loves football, soccer. And we are also a church that, now I've seen this, when, when we play in Mina Alera, we don't have much strategy, like it or not. In real soccer, professional soccer, teams are well known for their strategy, for their tactics. They pass, they control possession. There's a brilliance, not just to their play, but to the coaching that goes into it. But in the midst of all of that, These teams fail themselves if they lose sight of the simple goal, which is to score and to win. Now, your life can be complicated, but this for him simplifies everything. Because you've been transferred into the kingdom of God's son, the cross has freed you. It empowers you to live your life for this great cosmic goal of creation To glorify Christ. That's incredible. I don't want to minimize any struggles. Trials. Hardships. In this church. In this body. Tonight. But oh how this simplifies things for you. You don't have to know every why. In your life. You know him. You know the who. And you know where God is taking the whole universe. To the glory of Christ. And the cross has freed you this week to live for His glory. Somehow, some way, God is going to use your faithfulness to this great end. So press on. Be certain, no matter how great the rebellion in the universe, Christ's glory will not fail. He will receive praise for all eternity. Jesus Christ is the Lord of creation. And secondly... Jesus is the sustainer of creation. That's verse 17. The sustainer. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Before creation, there was Christ. It can never be said there once was when he was not. He simply is. His pre existence means that everything gets its meaning. And it's significance from him. What's Paul doing here? He's taking us behind the curtain of what we see. He's helping us, showing us reality at the deepest level of our world. Christ and his glory aren't just where the universe is headed. Christ and his glory was before it all began. And he also is showing us that this vast and massive universe is so very personal. It's through him. It's for a person. This universe keeps existing because of a person. In him, all things hold together. In Hebrews, he upholds the universe by the word of his power. Why didn't the world fall into chaos today? Because God's son is sustaining it. Every moment. So what does this mean for you? It means very Simply, in this world, in your life, there's never chaos. There's only plans being unfolded moment by moment for the purpose of the praise of God's Son. Just because you cannot see spiritual reality does not make it less true. So are you anxious tonight? Are you worried? Something in your life, in the world... If God's Son is sustaining the universe, the universe, can't you be sure, as his blood bought child, he will sustain you? How vivid that's been for us as we've seen our brother JC and Monique sustaining them. Defies logic what the Lord has done for them. Now, if you're a worrier, I want you to think a little more logically after tonight. Let's think about what is worry. What is anxiety? Here I'm talking about a sinful response to God's providence. This is the kind of anxiety because you lack trust in God. When your circumstances are big and God is small. In that situation, you and your mind begin to view Christ as passive. Passively sitting by, you, you worry. And what are you doing that's not logical? You're elevating what is lesser above what is greater. It might be your circumstances. It might be the future that you don't know. It could be your job that you want, the job you have. You want control in some way, but you won't get it. And if you did get it, you would not do better with it than Christ can do right now. The one who is sustaining everything, he does that with blood-bought purposes Better than you can possibly fathom. None of us probably would ever say it confessionally, but we do so functionally. We, through our worry, deny the lordship of Christ. Preach to yourself that Christ is sustaining the world and your life. All things being held together in him because everything is for him. And you've been swept up into his plan to bring glory to himself. This is is fuel and this is food for your adoration of Christ this week. This is His universe. And by His blood, you are bound to Him. And He's bound to you. Just because you cannot see spiritual reality does not make it any less real. Christ's universe, created through Him, for Him, Lord and sustainer, of it all, and at the price of his blood, you can be sure he will sustain you until the day when he raises you to bring him glory forever.